Hey guys, it's your girl, Elise. <laughs> and happy Healing Mondays. We are at it again. I'm just going to jump right into it like I always do. <laughs> Today, we're going to be discussing ways to communicate with your children healthy ways to communicate with your children there are so many parents struggling with toddlers (laughs) struggling with teenagers you know and even struggling with their adult children and I just want to let you guys know that it's going to be all right you know we the first step I will you know the first thing I will say is if you have multiple children understand that each child is different and your communication is going to have to be different with each child individually. Um, We think that because we are the parents that we can address each situation and each children, I mean, each child the same. And we can do that, but the productivity and, you know, in that and the growth in that and the, the outcome usually is not good. So in order to have a healthy outcome, in order for our children to really listen and follow in our footsteps and actually go down the path that we'd like them to go, or at least somewhere close to it, is definitely, you know, um, proper communication. And you have to learn your child. You know, obviously, as parents, we kind of think we know everything. We know our child. We know what they like. We know what they don't like. You know, every day they're changing, especially teenagers and especially toddlers. You know, and even the ones that are heading to adulthood, like there's change that happens within us and they're, you know, also human just like us. So there's changes that they're dealing with on a daily basis, you know, and there are mood swings that they also go through. It's not just us. And with children, you know, to have emotional control is very difficult, you know, because we suffer. We, we have a hard time controlling our emotions and controlling, you know, the things that we speak out and controlling our actions at times so you know we can't really expect the toddler we can't really expect the child to understand um their emotions or navigate through them you know in a healthy way where they can communicate the things that they need or the things that they're you know um they don't understand to us so just remember that each child is different and you need to see them as different it doesn't mean that you love one more or less They are just their individual selves. Yes, they came from you. Yes, they have certain characteristics and traits that you did carry on and put, you know, um, place into them. But they are their own individual child and their own individual self. Two is getting to know them, who they are for them, not for who we want them to be, not for who we think they are. We need to get to know our children for who they are. Their triggers, their likes, their don't, their their do's, their don'ts. You know, their dislikes. um, What excites them? You know, what gets them? um, What motivates them? What encourages them? What you know? What what fuels them to do better? What fuels them to make good decisions? What fuels them to make bad decisions? We need to get to know our children because of nine out of time, nine out of ten, a lot of the times is is the reason for their downfalls is because they're either not reaching out to us and we're not reaching in 
or they just don't know how to communicate with us or they don't feel like it's a safe place. So we we need to make sure that we are checking in with them and getting to know them for them. Third, I would say be available. Be available for your child. The pandemic hit us all, you know, by surprise. The children are already dealing with, you know, the self-esteem issues, finding out who they are, you know, loving who they are, accepting who they are, you know, and then being wanting to be accepted at school and in the, just in the world in general. And um, but now that the pandemic has hit struck us. Oh, man, um, we really need to be present because our kids are crying out for help. You know, adults are doing the same thing. You know, they do it in ways that we can kind of recognize fairly easier than, you know, children and teenagers. Um, They have a very funny way with expressing themselves or lack thereof. However, that's when we really need to jump in and, you know, we don't want to annoy the crap out of them. But if that's what it takes for them to see that we're here, for them to see that we're present, for them to see that we're listening for them to see that we want to be there, we want to help, and we're there with open arms, we're there um, unconditionally, you know, they, they need to feel that the, them sharing, you know, what they need to share with us is in a safe place, and that we'll accept them and love them without the conditions of whatever they may say to us. We just, they need to trust that, and a lot of times people feel like they'll be judged, or they'll be shunned, or they'll you know, be, be, um, disregarded, you know, so they won't say anything at all just because of the fear of, you know, being kicked out of the family or, you know, just anything. So just being present for your child, being the open space, being the safe place for your child to be able to speak to you. Um, and Hmm. I would, another thing I would jump in and throw into that would be, um, Standing firm on what you say, you know, if you set a, if you set rules out and, you know, stick to them, don't, you know, don't bend them for them because they've caught an attitude or, you know, it's, it's not something that they agree with. If, if these are rules that you've set, follow through with them because they need to see that the boundaries are important. Rules are important. Um, structure is important. You know, and if you're bending on the rules and you're bending on and going back on what you what you say, yeah, they'll appreciate it right now. But in the long run, you both will suffer from it. You know, kids need to understand boundaries and consequences. You know, there are consequences to every action. And if they're getting cookies and cakes and candies and pies and getting to go outside and play with their friends or being able to play the game or whatever it is that they enjoy doing, you're allowing that after their action was, you know, some somewhat disrespectful or just not in, you know, cohering to the rules that you've set out, then you need to stand firm on in the punishment. They, it's it's well deserved, and they need to see that, you know, this is something that I've done that was wrong, and now I have to be disciplined for it. And we all need discipline. It's very important. You know, as they grow older, they need to understand that when they do something that isn't right, you know, there are things that can happen in the midst of that. And that will all depend on their actions. 
you know so they do need to understand that so just you know that's what I'll that's what I'll leave um I may do another one of these with some more you know tips on communicating with your, your with your child but you know like I said the those are those are the main ones um standing firm is is very hard um, but you do want to build relationships with your children. You know, that's why I said to treat each of them individually and get to know them individually and be be available for them so that you can build up that relationship and build up that trust. And, you know, um, they'll be able to respect you. Um, a lot of times as parents, we think that we don't need to respect our children. But, you know, we we do. We do. They're humans. And we're we're teaching them respect by respecting them, you know. Um, and, and teaching them to respect us by respecting them. You know, obviously, if they're doing things disrespectful, we have to, you know, reprimand them. And we have to make sure that they understand that that's not okay. But for the most part, you know, we do need to respect ourselves and we need to respect them. They just need all around respect to understand what respect is. Um, so I hope that this kind of settled you a little oh and then also understand that this is normal (laughs) you're not the only ones going through this like trust me you're not the only ones going through this the same exact thing the same exact thing is happening to somebody right now that is missing this podcast because they are dealing with either a teen or a toddler (laughs) you know or a child in between um so just know that you're not the only one just know that what this what this behavior is normal um just know that it starts at home with you so anything that you're ch- you're choosing not to accept, make that very clear to them and stand firm in that. Um, because if they're not able to listen to you, when they go outside, when they go in the outside world, they're not going to be able to listen to anyone else. Because, hey, my mom lets me do that. My, my dad lets me do that. I can do that here and anywhere. You know, if your kid is jumping on the couch at home and you're okay with that, there are people's homes that they're going to go to in public places that they'll be in where they're jumping on those, you know, the furniture and, and someone's upset about it and they end up having to tell your kids something or address it, you know, to you and say, hey, your kid's jumping on this, you know, whereas if it's normal at home, your kid's going to do it anywhere. You know, that's the same with cursing and smoking cigarettes and doing drugs and drinking, you know, and just kind of keeping your adult life private from them when it comes to like if you guys are drinking and smoking and things like that, you know, um, just try your best not to do it around the the kids because that also can put a barrier in the communication because they're going to look at you like, you know, how could you tell us not to do something if if you're doing it? You know, what, what example are you setting? And that can already put a block and a barrier in in between the communication so we do want to lead by example we do want to be present we do want to make sure that the things we're telling our kids not to do we are giving great examples of it you know whether it have been something that we've done before and we just don't want them to go down that path you know we just we, we just need to have an open communication with them understanding that because when you tell somebody don't do something they're like hmm why not let me do it you know it's just that rebellion within just kind of like, well, you're telling me not to do it. There's got to be something behind that door. Let me, let me open it, you know, but if you explain to them and let them know, you know, the possibilities behind it, they'll kind of have an understanding like, Hey, you know what? Okay. I, I kind of got a whiff of what was behind there. I, I trust that this person is being honest with me. I'll, I'll pass, you know, I, I won't even touch the door. I won't even look that way, you know? So communication is key. Um, and it, it is very hard to communicate with a toddler. It's very difficult to communicate with a you know a child in between. It's very difficult to communicate with a teen, but it's not impossible. 
the more you get to know your child, the easier it will be to communicate with them um, and understand that you're in control, you know, and don't feel bad for disciplining them. Just understand that you disciplining them is shaping them to be a child or, or a human being that the police or someone else doesn't have to feel like they need to discipline. So just know that it all starts with you. Um, just also understand everything will be okay. You are not alone. I'm here with you. I myself have children. Um, there are so many people going through this exact thing. So just know that all will be well. Um, and I love you guys. Until next time. Bye.